You are now listening to The Model Health Show with Sean Stevenson. For more, visit themodelhealthshow.com. Welcome to The Model Health Show. This is fitness and nutrition expert Sean Stevenson, and I'm so grateful for you tuning in with me today. I am super pumped about this episode. Now, just to be straight with you, this is something I haven't done in a long time. We're doing a remote interview, and I haven't done this in years, but I felt that this was necessary. I felt that this was needed, and I wanted to make this happen for you. Right now, we're dealing with a very crazy time in our society from a health perspective, but also from a economic, an economic and a financial perspective. Uh, so many people, their life is in a complete flux. It is upside down. They don't know where income is gonna come from. Some folks, their, their brick and mortar business is struggling and they can't get customers in the doors now because of mandates by, uh, by the government, you know, and they're trying to figure out what to do. I know folks that are just bleeding money right now. And I know folks that already didn't have much income to begin with and that was taken away. You know, maybe they're working as consultant, doing consultant work, or maybe they're doing, you know, uh, kind of manual labor or they, they're working for a company, you know, kind of a nine to five hourly wage. And not all companies, contrary to what you see out there on the interwebs, are paying their employees just because there's no work to be done. And so... Right now, people need solutions. They need resources. And I've been doing what I can to, to kind of reach out and support some family members that I can, but I still have to take care of my team. I got to take care of my family. And it's a lot. It's a very complicated and interesting time, but it can't come without opportunity. Historically, every single time there's been a recession or a change in the economy, new things have emerged. People have emerged. Business has changed. And I want this to be a lesson for all of us that nothing is guaranteed when we're talking about reliance on other people for our income. And we need to start to look towards what can we do with our own skill sets, our own experience to create a revenue stream so that no matter what happens with society, we are still able to take care of ourselves and take care of our loved ones. And so I want to get this conversation going, but not just that. I want to have on who are really is one of the top people, the top voices, the top teachers in the game when we're talking about pivoting business. Because what we all have access to right now, if you're listening to this, is online access to communicate with other people, to create products, to create relationships, to do coaching, and the list goes on and on through this incredible medium that we now have access to. Right now, as you're hearing my voice, there are people in upwards of 100 and 20 countries listening to me at the same time. And it is just mind blowing to even conceive of. It's not just your local community, but once you start doing some things online, you have access to a global community. And again, I just wanna get this conversation going and also to provide you with some insights, some tools to get started with, because a big part of our overall physical and mental health is actually tied to our financial health. Our finances have such a deep impact on our emotional well-being, but oftentimes we don't even consider it or we don't look at it. We've talked about this on episodes in the past, so we're not going to dig into deep into it today, but I just want to reiterate, bring this conversation back up to the forefront. Our physical health can be impacted by our finances because we're not you know, paying for things that could be helpful for our health because we have the story that I can't afford it. 
and nothing in our lives, the things that we truly want to do that we want to get access to, finances should not be the reason that we're not doing the things that we truly are here to do, that we feel is our purpose, things that resonate with us. And we can always find a way. That's the thing that I really want to get across as well. It's never a matter of resources. It's always a matter of resourcefulness. Because you listening right now, every time you've come up against an obstacle that you need to take care of financially, and it was do or die, it had to get done, you found a way every time. Now, I have those same stories in my life. You know, when it really came down to it, I had to find a way to pay that rent. When I was dealing with my uh, this condition with my spine when I was 20 years old, and I had my own apartment, I was in college, it all could have got taken away in an instant. And so I was now behind my rent at home, suffering in pain by myself for two months at this apartment complex that I've many times pulled into the complex and seen people's furniture and their stuff from their home sitting out on the curb because they're quick to put you out. They don't care about you, it's all about the money, it's all about business. But when my back was against the wall, and I didn't have anybody to depend on at that time, I found a way. I found a way to get it done, to get the income necessary to get my rent paid. So I'm not out on the street, right? So, but we don't wanna have to be forced into it every time and only take action towards our higher selves once our backs are against the wall. For many of us right now, this is the time. But for some of us, it's just like, it's a swirling option. like. You know, I know that I do have this thing that I want to create or I do want to help people in this particular way, but I don't know how. I don't know where to start. It's just been an idea. It hasn't been a necessity. So I want to urge us towards that necessity because things are going to change. The world that you once knew prior to this shift in our economy due to this virus, that world is not going to exist. It's going to be different. And so right now, it's really the world is for those who are prepared and those who are stepping up and emerging to really step into their gift because you have unique gifts, skills, talents, capacities, and you might be like, well, I don't know what my talent is. I promise you cannot be born here in the human form right now without having some kind of gift to give to the world. That's why you're here. It is so unlikely that you were even born. It's like, what is it? One in a 400 million a 400 million chance odds of like that particular sperm meeting that egg at that time. Real talk, your parents, instead of that egg and that sperm coming together to create you, your dad could have been like, I'm just going to go get another beer. And then it never happened. And you're not here. It is an absolute miracle that you are here right now. Now, that is a very like tangible, visceral example. But if we're talking about what you're really made of, and when we talk about you know, the supernova that it created this universe and all of those uh, molecules and minerals that came from that explosion that created our planet and the stars that we see and the, the sun that we circle around. You are made of that same stuff. You're made of that same stuff. You are remarkable and you are powerful. And so this situation right here is but a speck in your story. But we want to make this 2020, when things, when that page turned and you created the life that you were really here to live. All right. And so with that said, I've got an incredible guest on to further this conversation, to provide some insights, some resources, some real world examples of people who are really addressing their financial fitness right now in this climate. 
and just to remind you how powerful you are and how capable you are to affect change. All right, so before we do that though, let me tell you what I'm fueled up on. You might be like, Sean is fueled up on something. This is how I roll. I'm not on the high and the crash thing. You know, I'm on those things that help to just support the way that I wanna feel. And today, as I do every day, I get up and my wife, you know, I was, you know, just taking care of a little here and there. I just went to go for a little walk and she's like, I, I, I'm just being real with you. Sometimes she doesn't say hi, she says coffee. Coffee. And I know my job, okay? She calls me Garcon, okay? I'm the barista, that's my role. So I make her a cup of coffee, make myself a cup of coffee. And today I actually had the Lion's Mane coffee from Four Sigmatic. So this is organic coffee with the benefits of Lion's Mane medicinal mushroom. Now listen to this. Recent study affirmed that Lion's Mane has the capacity to stimulate and improve the activity of something called nerve growth factor in your brain. This is like miracle growth for your brain and connectivity in your brain. Nerve growth factor is essential in regulating the growth, maintenance, proliferation, and survival of various brain cells, right? This data is coming from the University of Malaya. So this is some serious stuff. This isn't like, oh, this, it's a, it's a brain superfood, it's a nootropic. No, this actually does support the function of your brain cells and it's neuroprotective. So right now, what these researchers were doing, they were uh, doing clinical trials to see how effective, and they already have, with lion's mane being effective for folks who've experienced traumatic brain injuries. Man, super powerful stuff. So the lion's mane coffee is one of my favorite things. Again, made a, a cup for my wife as well. You might be like, well, what about coffee? Isn't coffee, is it bad for your brain? Listen to this. So this is in the peer-reviewed journal, Practical Neurology, found that coffee has been shown to help to prevent cognitive decline and reduce the risk of developing Alzheimer's and Parkinson's disease. Come on. But let's be clear. We're not talking about the, the, the chitty, chitty, it's with the ch chitty coffee out there the folgers the, the 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 commercial coffees sprayed with pesticides fungicides herbicides rodenticides moldy nasty stuff we're talking about real high quality organic coffee and medicinal mushrooms together that's what you get with four sigmatic all right head over there check them out it's four sigmatic.com four slash model that's f-o-u-r-s-i-g-m-a-t-i-c com forward slash model you get 15% off their lion's mane coffee the cordyceps coffee if you're talking about sports performance and also i've been making my son their reishi hot chocolate he loves to have that in the morning we're having our coffee he has a little reishi hot chocolate it's a vibe it's such a vibe definitely check it out all right pop over there check them out 15% off everything for sigmatic.com forward slash model and now let's get to the apple podcast review of the week Another five-star review titled Long Overdue by Shane S2S. After a few months of listening, I have finally caught up with the show. A bittersweet feeling. This show has gave me a huge understanding of overall health from the guests you have featured on your show. I have a lot of things I want to implement in my life, but you have already given me the blueprint for basic health routine. Waking up drinking my water to making my Four Sigmatic Lion's Mane coffee. Driving with the window down to get some natural air. Contrast showers and foam rolling before bed. 
This routine helps me feel like a refreshed and ready version of myself. Thank you for all you do. Here's to another 400. P.S. You and your wife's relationship is epic. Having an example of what a healthy, loving relationship gives me life and more love in my relationship. Shane, that is so powerful, man. You are killing it. And I just want to say thank you so much for making me a part of your world and the epic things that you're up to. And uh, listen, everybody, if you've yet to do so, please pop over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review for the show. It means everything. And on that note, let's get to our special guest and topic of the day. Our guest today is Amy Porterfield, and she's an online marketing expert and the host of the top-ranked podcast, Online Marketing Made Easy. Through her best-selling courses and popular podcasts, Amy's action-by-action approach proves that even the newest online entrepreneurs can bypass the overwhelm and instead generate exciting momentum as they build a business they love. Now, to make this happen, again, we haven't done any remote interviews in quite some time, so I wanted to put this together for you. I felt a sense of urgency and to hear from a voice of somebody who truly has that experience. She came from corporate construct America, you know, the nine to five to doing what she's done and literally impacting the lives of millions of people. Some of the people that I've learned from have learned from her and of course, like learning things from her as well over the years. And she's just such a wealth of, of information and wisdom. And I think that it's more valuable than ever right now. So let's jump into this conversation with the incredible Amy Porterfield. I'm super excited about this episode. And my wife has been just like yelling in my ear for years now about Amy Porterfield, Amy Porterfield this, Amy Porterfield that. And of course, like I've just tuned into your work and been following you for a little while now. But I don't know your superhero origin story. I don't know where you came from. Can you share a little bit about your story? Because I know, of course, like there's like a little sprinkle of Tony Robbins in here, but you would like doing corporate stuff. And then you've just blossomed into this incredible entrepreneur and online marketer has been helping millions of people. So let's hear your origin story. Okay, I'll, I'll keep it brief. So first of all, thanks for having me. This is so much fun. I absolutely love chatting with you. I'm a big fan. So my origin story is that I was a corporate girl. I started in corporate with Harley Davidson. So I marketed motorcycles and I'm not a biker chick, but I did that for a while at the dealership level. So I would do a lot of their community building and marketing and of events and such. So I learned marketing from people that literally tattoo the logo of the brand on their body. So like they die hard. So I feel like I, I learned from a really great place. But soon after I found myself working for Tony Robbins, peak performance coach, Tony, and I did that for seven years and I was in the content department and I got to travel the world with Tony and work on the content that he does on stage, like at Unleash the Power Within and Date with Destiny, his core programs, and then for his digital courses as well. And long story short, there's this one fateful day that he had a meeting with a bunch of internet marketers and he invited them to come to the, the office in San Diego. They sat around this big desk. It was all guys. They came in in flip-flops and t-shirts and they're just like super casual. And they came in to talk about their digital businesses. Tony didn't really have a digital business and he was curious about what that would look like. So humbly, I was invited to come to the meeting to sit at a table on the side to take notes. And so here I am taking a bunch of notes. He goes around the table and he asks them about their businesses. 
And all they talked about was the freedom of building an online business and building their digital courses and how much time they had and creativity and they were working from wherever. And I, my ears perked up and I'm like, what are they talking about? Like, who are these guys? And that moment I realized I need to figure out how to be an entrepreneur. I had no idea how I was gonna do it. I felt like I had zero skill sets to start my own thing, but I thought, I'm gonna pay attention. So for the next year, I started gravitating toward going to the marketing department at Tony Robbins and then working on launches and then asking if I could work from home for a little bit during the week in order to kind of get used to that. And then I went part-time and then I took the leap and 11 years ago, I started my own online business and I started to help people with social media and that eventually morphed into creating digital courses to help people start their own online businesses. Oh, and you were just such a game changer with it. You know, so many of my good friends, we've had Pat on the show a couple oh, of times, Pat Flynn. Love that and man. And he just raves about you. Yeah, gotta love Pat. And you know what's so interesting? So Harley Davidson, so have you watched Son of Sons of Anarchy? No, but my husband loves that <laughs> show. Is it good? He says That's the good. first thing I thought about. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna say that I watch it, but I have. I okay. have watched it, it's pretty good. <laughs> It is really good. So what a cool story, you know, just to kind of go from that template to, you know, the Tony Robbins enterprise is very complex and dynamic. And then to having your own thing, you've just got a breadth of experience. And that's why I really wanted to have you on today. And the timing of this is so perfect because our world is looking really freaking weird right now. Amen. And just in some of the data that I've just been listening to your show and some of the stuff that you've put out, you're looking at like, there's actually a silver lining here, yeah. but we have to first acknowledge that some people are, their lives are in flux. Their income source has dried up or they're working in a brick and mortar and they're trying to pivot and figure out how I can do some stuff online or people who are doing stuff online or like trying to reassess things and make some pivots to uh, address the market needs right now. So let's talk about the silver linings. Let's talk about, because fit, financial fitness is a huge part of our overall health. So let's talk about some of the silver linings playbook here and also, um, you know, kind of looking at what skills people might have that they can tra uh, transition into income. Yeah, so you're totally right. I really do believe that there are so many silver linings right now. And the first thing is you've got to allow yourself to explore that. You don't feel guilty that you're finding the silver linings, but instead you're like, what else can I do? What other option do I have to feel bad during this whole time and look at the doom and gloom or say, what's out there for me? So here's the deal. I believe that everybody has an opportunity right now to look online and think, what could I maybe do? So here's a time to kind of recalibrate and just dream a little bit. Because the thing is, everybody's online right now. People are so open to learning online and being inspired online and being educated or being entertained. So they're looking online for solutions and you might have that solution that they need. So the fact that Zoom is so easy to use and you could jump on Zoom and teach something that you know, you literally could be making money with the talents and expertise you already have. You just have to be willing to experiment. And the word I keep using is get scrappy right now. Just think, you know, I could make some extra money right now. What could I do? What do I know? And allow yourself to experiment, get scrappy, make all the mistakes you wanna make because the thing I'm noticing right now is 
Nobody's looking for perfection. They could care less if your video's super professional. I mean, look at you and you and I were in totally two different locations. This is not normally how you do it. So we're not looking for it all to be polished and professional. People just want you to show up right now. So there's some opportunity out there. Absolutely, absolutely. And like I mentioned, I wanna give a voice to the folks who they've been going to a nine to five uh, for you know their their adulthood and that's just kind of their template and they haven't really thought about doing something online or creating a little sidepreneur thing or maybe even starting their own business but maybe there is an idea that they've had or maybe they feel like they have a book in them uh, I want to talk about the need right now for people who have experience for people who have skills for people who have something to give because even though things look like, quote, doom and gloom, there is so much opportunity for people to help. Yes. So let's talk a little bit about that. Yes. So there's so many different things that you could do right now to show up and, and help people. And whether that means that you help for free, which that's usually the first place you want to go, like, how can I help you? What do you need? And with that, it could be as simple as putting together a PDF or putting together a quick cheat sheet or a guide or something to help people with whatever it is they're struggling with based on what you know and your expertise. So I want to be really clear that we all have something in us. So the way you figure that out is what's something people always ask you to do or always ask you questions about or what's something that comes supernatural to you that you're like, this is so silly, but people want to know how I do this. That's where you start and what comes natural to you as well. So you could put together something for free. You can make a quick video, a quick audio, and just say, look, I've got this for you. But you could also package it in a way and people could pay you for it. So I just wanna be clear, and I some people don't totally agree with this, this way of thinking, but many entrepreneurs do, that this is a time that you don't have to give all the stuff away for free. It helps the economy if we are exchanging money with each other. And so if you have something that you can charge for and people are like, I want that now, by all means, look into that as well. You can help by still charging for your, your goods and services and the way that you can offer help. So let's talk about some of those specifics of folks maybe taking a brick and mortar business or job and taking that online. Yes. For example, uh, I know that you have some great stories mm -hmm. from people who are in part of your inner circle. Yeah. So let's share share a little bit of that. Yes. So basically, one of my favorite stories is one of my my friend Stacy, and she has a dance studio. Okay. Mm. So she's got this dance studio, and she has kids coming into the studio for for dance and for music and for all these different things. So she never took that online. Like it's a thriving million dollar business in and of itself as a brick and mortar. But what she decided to do is once the doors closed, she thought, holy cow, we've got to pivot really fast. So she taught her instructors how to teach online and she made offers to all of the parents. Here's what we're going to do and here's how we're going to serve you during this time. So she literally pivoted really quickly to turning everything online. And here's the great thing. She's like, Amy, it was a little bit messy at first and things didn't really come together. The parents didn't understand how it worked. And we had to do a lot of instruction and handholding. But once they started to see that this is gonna keep their kid occupied during a time when all the kids are home, like she rushed to that. 
So I think that's one of the things that we've got to think you can make these pivots. You can find new ways to teach, especially if you're just really open to saying, what can I do? What can I experiment with? Oh, so good. And you know, funny enough, Pat, our friend Pat was the first person to tell me that his personal trainer is actually virtual. It's somebody he works with online. Yes. And I was like, really, Pat? That's a thing? And he, I mean, it's one of the catalysts for him really to get into the shape that he's in right now, which Pat is looking pretty good. Isn't he's got he got the though? beard going, I got know. the fitness going. I thought the same you know? thing. I was like, damn, he looks really manly these days. <laughs> <laughs> same thing, same thing. And, you know, Pat's a baller too. He could hoop. You know, I love that guy. He's such a good guy. Yeah. Uh, so that's one good example. And also taking that fitness a step further Another one that I heard on your show recently, which we've got to give a shout out to your podcast. And this was another one that kind of tied to fitness. There are a lot of people who listen to the show that are in the fitness space and just thinking about ways that we can serve, not just helping, you know, the nine to fivers, but also helping kids. And this great example was from Hillary Kruger yes. that you talked about on this episode. Yes. So I love what Hillary did. Her and her husband, Ty, they have a business where they help kids that have behavioral challenges and maybe there's a lot of chaos in the homes. They help the kids and the parents kind of even out that chaos and make things a little bit easier. And so that's what they do in their regular business. But when COVID-19 hit, what they decided to do is put together some gym classes, like at-home gym classes for the kids through Zoom. And what they did is they put two weeks of these classes together, sold it for $20 for two weeks, and they sold 200 right out of the gate. So they, they took what they knew. They knew they had an audience. They knew that they could help parents with the kids at home. And then they just kind of made this pivot. Like, wait, I could use Zoom. We could teach these gym classes because movement was one part of their business that they taught with the kids and the parents. So they took it into these gym classes, sold it for $20, 200 people right from the get-go, and they've sold more even since. So I love those pivot stories that people really get creative with. Yeah, that is so good and so helpful. Parents yeah. know, which we're going to circle back and talk about this, but right now I think that there is a, a big myth that, you know, the economy is crashing, things are going to hell in a handbasket, people aren't buying, but that's really a myth, isn't it? It really is. You know, one quick story I want to remind people of, and this is, this is definitely something that I think we've seen all over the U.S. and even beyond. Some people's lives are not dramatically different. And so I have, my husband's a firefighter, so he is working as usual, maybe a little bit more than normal, but he's still going into work every day. And I'm at home every day like I have always been. So our life hasn't been totally disrupted. Our revenue hasn't totally been disruptive and we're not the the exception although i know many people have been affected by this you can't just think that everybody's not spending money everybody doesn't have the resources it's not true and it's not a belief that's going to serve you and also just to be clear people are buying things amazon is very busy right now people are at home they're like going stir crazy so just be careful with your your thought process around that one yeah and that's Leads me to another one of the myths that you talked about, which is this is not the time to start a business because everything is going crazy. But that again, it's a myth. Okay. Yes, that is a myth. Actually, 
I can't think of a better time to do this. And I'm gonna give you two reasons. Number one, as somebody who might be thinking about starting a business, you do have more time than you ever have. Now, I understand if you're home with two toddlers, you might be like, uh, Amy, speak for yourself. But the one thing that's different is we are not traveling, we are not commuting, and definitely our lives have slowed down. I think everyone can agree life is different right now. So if you can find a pocket of time in order to say, this is where I'm gonna focus on starting a side gig, a little side hustle that might turn into a bigger thing, find those little pockets of time because this is the time to do it. So on the flip side, people are spending more time online. They have challenges still. They're looking for solutions. You could be that solution. And like I said earlier, people are more open to learning online today, this minute, than they were even a month ago. So there couldn't be a more better time for e-learning. It's only on the rise and it's getting more popular by the minute. So if you're gonna start a business and think about it this way, let's say you started a side hustle right now and you got things going. It's a pretty good story to say during a pandemic is when this mm. business started. I mean, if you can do that, you can do anything. So it's kind of cool story. Oh, that's so good. So powerful. Yeah. Uh, in this particular episode, so you mentioned there was three myths and this other one is kind of coming up for me right now, because what if somebody has that template or that, that uh, mindset that they're a, a enlightened entrepreneur, conscious capitalism, they don't feel like it's appropriate to kind of leverage the crisis right now. They right. feel like maybe that might not be, uh, that, that might be the thing that's holding them back. Yes. It's capitalizing on this crisis. So can you address that? Yes. I had a student just ask me the other day. She said, Amy, I've got this great product that's perfect for right now. But what if my audience thinks I'm preying on them by selling right now? Like I would feel terrible if they said that. And what I told her was, as long as you lead with compassion, as long as you lead with the understanding that I am doing something that is helping my audience, they've got a problem, I've got a solution. And if you do it with compassion and you know that you're, you are selling to people that need what you are selling, by all means, you should not stop selling. Now, here's one thing you can think of. Do you want to maybe play with the price or make it easier for them to buy? I'm not into deep discounting for businesses that still need to stay afloat, but maybe you could do a small discount or offer a payment plan or make it easy for them to get started with you. You could look at options like that, but by all means, we need to be selling right now. Number one, you need to make money. Two, if you have a small team, you gotta pay for your team. And three, the economy needs you to show up. As an entrepreneur or a budding entrepreneur, we need you out there promoting and selling. You just lead with compassion and know that you've got a solution that people need. And believe me, they will buy. And I've seen it happen over and over again. Mm, I love this. So let's talk a little bit about something that's applicable to me right now which yeah. my studio, I love my recording studio. Yeah. It's home, my home away from home and the building it's in is closed. So I'm yes. guerrilla style in my house, you're at your place. And I've had to pivot and change things, but in, just to kind of address what you just shared, I knew that it was my duty. I would not be in congruency with who I believe myself to be if I didn't do an episode like this. Yeah. And I don't do remote episodes anymore, but I knew that I wanted to get the best person in the subject matter and have her on to talk about this stuff. So I make some adapt adaptations and some tweaks and we make it work. 
And so with that said, also something we can do is kind of repurpose content that we already have because our lives are not the same. So let's talk about folks who already have different stuff they've been doing and, and repurposing. Yes. Okay. So I am a huge fan of believing that you do not need to reinvent the wheel. And when you're constantly starting from scratch, starting from scratch, you literally burn yourself out. And so we don't need any of that right now. If, if anything, I want people to get more rest, a little more relaxation during this time than spinning your wheels at every, every turn. So repurposing what you already have, taking something and saying, how can I make this different or new? Or the, the buzzword that I love is pivot. How can I pivot the messaging or the offer to make it really relevant right now? So if you already create content, if you've already got something out there, that one thing that you've created, one, you can refresh it and make it relevant now for your existing audience or the people that are following you, or you can pivot and, and change the messaging to attract a totally new audience. So that's one other thing you could do. There's other people out there that you could be attracting that you normally never do. I'm gonna give you a quick example. I typically attract people who have been an entrepreneur for a few years. They're fairly still, they're new, but they've been at it for a few years. They kind of have their sea legs with the online world. Well, there's a big audience right now that they've been sent home, they're working from home and they're thinking, uh, I kind of like this. I, I kind of like working in my sweatpants all day and kind of being my own boss here. I want to start a side gig like we were talking about. So there's a whole new audience that I could attract right now with some products that I already have. And so I just need to speak to them differently and I need to find out where they're at. So I've got to do a little extra work, but you, I'm not going to have to start from scratch. I just take what I already know and make a few pivots around the messaging or the offer. So that way you're not spinning your wheels, always creating right now. Cause that's the last thing anyone wants to do. Ah, man, this is, I'm loving this so much. You have no idea. Um, I'm so, glad. so just to share, just to share a little bit about something that I've done, a little pivot that I made a repurposing because for me, it was like, I'm in the studio, I'm bringing in all of these incredible guests and just getting this work in to create content, to share, to help, to serve and to do my job for, you know, what I believe myself to be here on the planet to do. And all of that is a little bit in flux, you know, like, of course, like I can create, I've been doing more solo episodes, which I usually prior to, you know, moving to Los Angeles, I might do master and I call these masterclass episodes and, you know, it might be on a particular subject matter, whether it's natural treatments for depression or whether it's on, uh, you know, tips for financial fitness, whatever it might be, but it's a masterclass. And so now I'm doing more solo episodes versus having on more guests. So that's one minor pivot, but something else just to give everybody a heads up of what's coming. We've been going through and looking at, we have over 400 episodes of the Model Health Show. <laughs> we have thousands of people that go back and listen to episode one every single week and listen to all of them. But many people miss some of the incredible jewels or life-changing information. So we've been going back and taking clips and creating these beautiful, powerful, inspiring, motivational videos that we're going to start putting out on YouTube here as a new series. So it's repurposing content we already have. We've got this time. We're not doing everything else with the guests and I'm reading books for people and things like that. And I'm investing my time in that. And who knows, YouTube might send me a check. 
they might like me. <laughs> they might really like it. And that's exactly what I'm saying. Like you can inspire and you can recharge people with, with content you know they're gonna love, but they might've just missed. So that is a yeah. perfect example. Perfect. Oh, so what I wanna do now, because I cannot have you on and not talk about this because you have kids as well. And let's talk about the reality of working from home right now uh, with kids in the house, yes. with the spouse. I know that the consumption of wine has gone up exponentially, <laughs> so you true. know, but let's talk about like, how do we address that? How do we have some productivity and sense of structure? in the conditions that we're in. Yes, I mentioned earlier that this has been my life for many years, but for so many of my friends and other people that I work with, this is a whole new ball game. And even if you did work from home, having the kids come home now and the spouse or the partner, that's a whole different world. And my my really good girlfriend who she is in the medical industry and in the uh, admin type, so she came home to work and she said, I heard this great thing, uh, someone said, I'm not working from home. I was sent home to work during a pandemic. It's a different experience in that sense. And so first we need to really understand like, yeah, we are working from home during a pandemic. This is a whole different experience for all of us. So with that, I've been really talking to my audience a lot about how to make this a place that you can still be productive and still focus. And I think the very first thing you gotta do is make sure you have a dedicated workplace. This is even for people that maybe have been working from home for a while, but they find themselves just working on the couch or working in bed most days. Like you gotta get out of bed, you gotta get off the couch and you need a dedicated workspace. And the reason for that is when you sit down and, and it's gotta be a place that you feel pretty good in, you sit down and you're like, I'm ready to work. Because with that, you also need to have dedicated times that you do work. And so I know for people with toddlers, it doesn't mean you're working a full eight hours through and no one interrupts you, but there's gotta be a time that you're working, the door is closed. If you could get a door in this workplace, maybe not, but the door is closed and you are head down and you are focused. And then during designated times, you'll come up and you'll do what you've gotta do. But we do need to treat this as though you're not just like working here and there randomly, there's gotta be a schedule. So number one, a dedicated workplace. Number two, really get a schedule together the best you can. And maybe that's just one hour of dedicated time, then you gotta go tend to the kids, then you come back. And maybe you're tag teaming the kids with your spouse or your partner. You do what you've gotta do, but that doesn't mean you can't plan dedicated time. And I think the third thing is, you've got to say when you start work and when you end work. So dedicated time to work, but like dedicated times to start and end. Because the problem is your office is down the hall and you could literally work your life away right now if you're not careful. If you find yourself working at 10 p.m. at night, there's nothing good about that for your health long-term. So you've got to have boundaries around that as well. Yeah, that's so good. And just somebody who's worked from home for many years, you know, writing books and things like that. That was definitely an issue that I could get caught up working way. I had to create a limit. I had to create a stop time because especially if I'm juiced up and I'm working on a program or a book or something like that, I'd find myself, you know, coming out of my office like a troll, you know, <laughs> uh, after, you know, everybody's already sitting down eating dinner. And so, yeah, that's super important to have that structure and have that stop time as well. 
And uh, just to share with my wife and just, and I want to hear, hear your feedback on this as well, but the homeschool thing, mm. oh my goodness. Like again, homeschooling is a choice. We didn't have a choice and the choice was taken away. So I wouldn't have a problem homeschooling my son. It's just like, it was out of the blue. And so she found, because she would take the early shift, like, you know, they're sitting down and she found that, you know, she would get him going and then try to work right next to him and found that that is not a good idea <laughs> because he's going to ask her 20 questions just because she's there mm -hmm. and she's going to get frustrated and then they're going to get to bickering at each other, my eight-year-old. And so what she's found is that she just dedicates her attention to him, get, he gets the work done, then she has her work time. And then I come along and I do the language arts with him, obviously, and uh, I do his book writing. We're working on, he's writing his first book. And so it's just like having, if you can have a little team implement, if you have the opportunity for that, to, but you have to have the discussion, whether it's your brother who's in the house or your, uh, you know, your spouse, you know, maybe it's another sibling or something like that. I know a lot of college kids are at home. Maybe they can handle the PE, you know, like yeah. create a plan, incorporate so that you have your time to be with the kids and then to do your work. Yes, I love it. That tag team is so important. And your wife is so smart figuring out like, uh, I can't sit next to him and do this work because he's gonna love that she's sitting right next to him and ask yeah. all the questions that he can. So I think finding your way, allowing yourself to find your way through this is really important because the first three things you probably try are not going to work. But you're so right. It's not like you guys chose to do the homeschooling. I've got a 17 year old stepson home right now. So he's pretty much on his own. But I have to tell you, the one thing that drives me crazy is that he's just kind of on the couch when he's not doing the schoolwork. He's on his phone, he's just kind of moping around. Although he works out once a day because he's obsessed with his muscles. But other than being in our home gym, he's kind of around a little bit, feels lazy a lot, and it drives me crazy. And so we try to keep him busy and, and kind of try to think of different projects and things he can do because I cannot have a kid sitting on the couch all day long. Like it will drive me nuts. And so that's one thing that I've been trying to do, like give him some assignments to do because that ain't gonna work. Oh, this is so good. We got some <laughs> confessions going on here. I know. But listen, I'm gonna ask everybody that's listening with their kids, earmuffs, all right? Cover the kids' ears, kids cover your ears. This is one of the great secrets of parenthood is we are smarter than them. Yes. You have to be smarter than them. You have to embrace that. And so like my older son, Jordan, which I don't think he's here right now, you he can't hear me, because I'd be giving away my smartness. Oh, I can't but, even wait. <laughs> so he's in college and he does have his online classes, but we know that, that there's a lot more uh, just kind of docile time. Yes. And so now it's just looking at like, what are some of the things we can incorporate here but also we have to tie it to generally something that is interesting and fun for them. It's one of the little secrets as well, something he's into. So for whatever reason, my son, we, I've been talking to him for years because same, he's obsessed with his muscles. So there's a similar factor there, but he's just also such a great kid. He's a great teacher and in instruction. He's like, uh, you know, kind of captain of the football team, helping people, supportive. So I'm just like, why don't you take that online? Like you've got a great, you don't have a face for radio, you know, so sharing your stuff online and, you know, sharing your fitness stuff. And so he started to record videos. It took like what? 10 different asks. But yeah, he put he put did an Instagram live 
I recorded a long video and put that up for people. He created a, a program and said, hey, if you, want to, if you want this program, just shoot me a DM. And I'm just like, oh my God, that's amazing. But we also have to look to the consistency. So yeah. we have to be there as parents once he does the thing, because when he did it the first time, I backed off instead of just being like, hey, so, you know, finding a way to get him to do, to do the next one. So we have I'm to be smarter than them. Yes, I, I do. I agree. And I love that, that you found something that he really likes to do. Plus, I love that you've gotten him online making these videos. So that's so good. So good. So what we're going to do next, and again, this is why I love having you on. We're going to talk about some tools. Like, So what are some of the things that we could actually do? We could talk about some productivity tools, some tools to just get going on creating uh, a new revenue stream online. And we're going to do that right after this quick break. So sit tight. We'll be right back. I've been battling something for many years, and that is how to fortify or to make sure that I have an insurance policy with my health. And for a lot of us, we're marketed to that we should pick up a, quote, multivitamin. And I remember when I was a kid taking those Flintstone vitamins, they were delicious. But was I really getting any nutrition from those bad boys? And fast forward to today, and we have the Centrums of the World and the men's and women's multis. And a lot of people are buying into this billion dollar industry, not realizing some of the big mistakes that are happening with those purchases. Number one, this industry is not very regulated. So we have to be mindful of that. What's in the pill might not actually be in the pill. All right, so we have to pay attention to that. Number two is the processing of those nutrients. We're talking about when we buy a multivitamin from a conventional company, we're getting a substance that has literally been isolated as a chemical compound in a laboratory, right? It's not a food-based nutrient. So do your cells even recognize that? Is it simple chemistry that if there's vitamin C supposed to be in this pill that your body's actually gonna take it on? Well, I'm gonna argue that no, it's not going to. You're gonna have a greatly reduced ability of assimilation when we're throwing our money basically out the window buying those multivitamins. And I know you've had this happen where you buy a multivitamin and then your pee is like some ninja turtle color, right? Some weird neon yellow secret of the ooze. And it's like, what is that? Am I dying? No, you're not dying. Your body is basically getting rid of some of those compounds that are just uh, that it's just tried to take on. And also there are some compounds in the in the pill that are nourishing your body for sure. There's a couple that are doing that, but overall it's not the best idea. So what do we do? What do we turn to? Well, personally, I make it a must and I tell every single person that I come in contact with that they absolutely have to get themselves a green superfood blend. And my favorite is Organifi Green Juice. It is the best tasting because I've experimented with a lot of the green powders out there. It's the best tasting green powder that I found and it is loaded with nutrition. I'm going to share a couple of things with you that I really enjoy. So number one, it has organic wheatgrass super loaded with micronutrients and phytonutrients and these really incredible minerals and trace minerals that add a lot to our health. But really, who's going to guzzle wheatgrass, all right? It's, it's not going to be an enjoyable thing. You know, I used to actually go to the juice place and grab a little wheatgrass and I tricked my mind to thinking, oh, it's a, I can taste a little sweetness in there. But every time I drive past somebody who freshly mowed their lawn, I start to gag, all right? And I don't want that to happen to you. So it's put into Organifi as one of the hallmark things. Also, we've got organic spirulina. And as you know from listening to the Model Health Show, I'm a big fan of spirulina. Highest source of protein of any compound in the world by weight. So it's about 70% protein by weight. 
And humans have been consuming this for thousands of years. And there are some really interesting compounds in there you're not going to find anywhere else. Like phycocyanin, which has a great impact on your stem cells. All right, so stuff like that, really seemingly magical food compounds are found in spirulina. And spirulina is found in green juice from Organifi. Also, they've got the ashwagandha for stress relief. They've got turmeric, which is one of the most powerful anti-inflammatory compounds you're going to find. But here's the great news about this. It's processed with care and consciousness. It's a gently dried superfood blend that's retaining all of those nutrients that you're really going for when you're trying to get a quote supplement to supplement a great diet. So remember, food first, juicing is amazing, but you can get a lot of those nutrients you're looking for in your fresh-made juices by consuming the green juice from Organifi. And by the way, I'm a big fan of juicing. I've been juicing for about 10 years now, and it's one of my favorite health practices. But seriously, who's going to clean the juicer for me? You know, if you're going to come over and do that, it would make my life a whole lot easier. Nobody really likes to clean the juicer. And what we want to do is make sure that, yes, we don't want to stop juicing, but those times when you're uh, in a rush or those times when you know that, hey, I really need to fortify my nutrition, make sure that you're turning to Organifi's green juice blend and just throwing that into some water even and you're going to deliver a lot of those micronutrients and phytonutrients and trace minerals and minerals vitamins into your cells because it's retaining those nutrients because it's properly produced and i love those guys and they've actually given us a great amazing offer as a sponsor of the model health show so if you go to organifi.com and that's o-r-g-a-n-i-f-i.com and use the coupon code model at checkout for 20% off your first purchase. Now, back to the show. All right, we're back and we're talking with one of my favorite online humans who's taught us a lot. My wife, some of the stuff that we've even done for the Model Health Show has come from Amy Porterfield. And she has a top-ranked podcast. I'm sure it's been number one many times. Online marketing made easy, so make sure to check it out ASAP and get more of this goodness. Before the break, we mentioned we're going to talk about some actual tools, like what are some of the things that we can utilize right now to help with our productivity, to help with actually getting started with creating a new stream of income. So let's dive in and talk about that. Okay, so my favorite productivity tool is Asana. So it's A-S-A-N-A. Now it's a project management tool, but basically there's many different options so you could look around. But I really do believe that if, if you put your action items, your projects, your campaigns, whatever you're creating in Asana, and even if you're a one woman or a one man show, so you assign them to yourself and you give yourself a due date, I love a tool that just keeps you on track. So every day I go into Asana, I see my tasks, I see that they're assigned to me today, and I just start working on them. And it's so important for me just to see what's coming down the pipeline. And I used to use a tool like this even before I had a team. So just getting organized and looking ahead at what you've got to get done makes everything easier. So I'm a huge fan of a project management tool. Do you guys use one? We use Slack, would that be in that category? Okay, well that was my next one, so thanks for the segue. So the second tool I love is Slack, and Slack is a great communication tool. And basically, it's like instant messaging where you can have real-time conversations, but what I love about Slack is that you can create different channels. I'm like 
organized to the max to the point that I drive my husband crazy, but I love a good organizational tool. And so let's say you're gonna have a conversation about the Model Health Show, so that's one channel. But let's say you're also working on repurposing all those videos for the YouTube, so that might be another channel. And then let's say you've got another channel for social media because you wanna make sure you're posting every single day. So you've got these different channels where you're talking to maybe one or two people on your team, but you're keeping it all organized. Plus, when you go work from home, you need a way to have fun with those that you're working with, even if they're contractors or friends or whoever you're kind of needing to be in communication with. So my team has a lot of fun on Slack as well. You will love this. We do a monthly health challenge inside of Slack. So that's one of our channels. And one of them was to drink half your weight in water every single day. So we had to check in on the channel. One was getting at least 30 minutes of movement every day. One was sleeping at least seven hours a night. So, and we had to check in on the Slack channel. So because I have a team, I want to keep the culture fun as well. So we use Slack for that. So cool. Yeah. That's awesome. I'd never thought of that. So yeah. cool. It's fun. You know, so what I, my wife had to basically train me or... I'm not going to say it was like, you know, Tina Turner, Ike Turner situation. She didn't like <laughs> put her hands on me. But every time I would, you know, I would text to my videographer and, you know, about something. And then I tell her about it later. She's like, why did you put it in Slack? I love her. I was like, it was just a text. Or I sent him an email about a video to do. She's like, why did you put it in Slack? <laughs> so because all the other team members, they don't know what's going on. Yes. And then like she has to... So basically now, but I get it. I've seen the light and yeah. now I, I no longer text unless it's, you know, off topic, you know? Yes. So yeah, and I think it's such a great tool. It's a great yeah, tool. The, and it's the, free, it's it, free, isn't it? I didn't know it was free. Maybe because I have a big team, it's not free to me, but maybe it's free okay. to start. I should not have said that. Oh no, I should we not don't have know. Said that. <laughs> it's, it's, that is not my department. I didn't, she probably is paying for it. I'm sorry. I just so extract great. that from the record. But regardless, it's cheap and it's a great tool and we highly recommend it. And those are really the two tools that we use every day in my business. And we try to keep it really simple. The minute you have 10 tools is the minute you stop using all mm. of them. So when mm. you make this too complicated, you're just not gonna keep being consistent. I think consistent is like the most important word here. Showing up, like you said, like get it out of text, put it in Slack. We do that all the time. We're reminding people, get it in there. And so those are the two tools that we use for productivity every single day. Awesome, wonderful. So let's now shift gears. Let's talk about revenue stream. Yes. Okay. So if you want to start a side gig, one of the first things that you want to do is create consistent content. Like every week, I'd love to see you put out some new content, even before you start making some money. So just like Sean's son putting out the workout video, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Just start putting some stuff out there. So sure, you can do it on social, but if you even created a super simple website, I'm talking no bells and whistles, super simple website, and every week you just post something on your website to get that consistency of creating content going, this makes a huge difference. The most successful entrepreneurs out there are creating original content every single week, and you can do it for free. 
So this is something that you can't say, well, I don't know where to start or it's gonna cost me too much money. You can get a website up for free really quickly. And one of my favorite things about Pat Flynn, our mutual friend, is before he made any money, he just created content and he gave value and he put it out there again and again and again. And I really do believe that's why people think of him like the sweetheart of the internet because the guy is so giving. Even though he sells now, in the beginning he started out with just giving great content. So that's a great place to start. When you wanna start a side gig, start creating some original content. Now, I'm not gonna to get too technical, but there is one more thing I want you to do. I want you to start growing your email list. Start a newsletter, because once you get people on your email list, that's where you're going to eventually make money. You're gonna email your, your list and say, hey, I've got this new offer. It's for only three people, the first three people that take me up on it, you get to work with me in this capacity. It could be as simple as that, but you gotta get an email list going. MailChimp is free. So we're talking about free options, you could start there. There's tons of email service providers out there, but look for a way to start growing your email list, your newsletter, so that people can come into your world. We can go on and on about list building forever, but that's just a little taste of it. Yeah, so good. And by the way, again, online marketing made easy. Yeah. Uh, check out the podcast. You talk about all this stuff in depth because even with the content creation each week, you can do whatever feels good to you. This could be yeah. uh, maybe you like to write and you want to just start putting those skills to use doing a little, you know, a blog or article each week. Or maybe it's video content that you do. Maybe you could just, you know, set up your phone and just hit the record and share some of your value that way. Or maybe it's a podcast. So all of these different things. And, and there's more. There's more, by the way. But learning how to do it to get it set up, you cover all that stuff in your show, so. And real fast, would you agree that if you looked back at some of the first stuff you posted, you wanna cringe? Oh man, I, I don't like that person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like to look back at that stuff, but we both started with just, let's just get it up there, let's just do something. So I just yeah. wanna remind you all, if you do get stuff going, it's not gonna be your best stuff, that's how it works. So just start yeah. somewhere, you just gotta get into motion. Absolutely, this is, I, I have to share this because what you just mentioned is one of the things that holds so many people back, is trying to be perfect. I definitely have that bone in my body. Me too. And so when I started my site, I was writing articles as if I was writing for a scientific journal. And that is not how I talk. That is no. not who I am. But it's just like, I'm gonna show you how smart I am. You know, I'm a scholar. But the Model Health Show and why I started this podcast was really based on the premise of making this, this, this information entertaining and easy to absorb and understand. And so prior to this podcast starting, I was the face and brand of another podcast. And shout out to everybody who listened to me from that other podcast that was for somebody else's company. And I was like the resident nutritionist. And you could see the progression of me just being like more and more like, hey, like this is what, you know, I was just being more and more myself and just opening up and sharing facts in a way that's funny, fun, engaging, entertaining versus just being right by the book and very kind of stringent. And once I started the Model Health Show, and this was almost two years later, I came out of the gate feeling in my bag, just 100% myself. And that's why I'm confident people go back and listen to episode one. But chances are you're not gonna feel that way. You just need to start. The so first true. that you do is just, that is, the, that is the training ground, right? You're gonna make mistakes. You don't need to get on Amy Porterfield on your first episode. You need to do your work because you're just gonna mess it up, you know? So oh, just yeah. do your work work on your skills, create a good brand, then you can invite in people like Amy to just really blow things out of the water for you. 
Well, I appreciate you saying so, but I will say I really do believe motion, getting into action, creates clarity. So if you're like, I'm not sure what to post or what I should say, you won't know till you get into action and start doing it, which is why you learned that I'm not that scientific, like make it all complicated guy, but you would never have known that. You wouldn't have found yourself if you didn't start somewhere. So I hope this episode, if it does nothing else, it really does encourage people to say, I'm just going to take the leap. I'm just going to do it. Yeah, so good. So do we have anything else we want to share in this domain before we shift gears and talk about how you're staying healthy during this time? No, because let's just to do get it. an outside voice, you're the first person I'm asking about this because of the whole change in dynamics. So I'm just really interested to hear myself. Oh, I'm so glad we're going to talk about this because I have a system. I've got a routine going on. And so to tell you a little bit about myself, over the last about year and a half, I've been on a weight loss journey, still on this weight loss journey. I have a, a coach that I work with. It's more of a mindset coach, but we've worked together. I've lost 65 pounds over the last year and a half and really just put my health as a focus. And I tell you that because I wouldn't have gotten here without habits and just showing up in a really certain specific way. So when COVID-19 happened and the world felt like it shook up, that could have very well been my excuse for like, yeah, but the world is crazy right now and those cupcakes look really, really good. And mm. so, and I've seen it a lot. I'm not a big drinker. I mean, I love a glass of wine and such, but I would take a cupcake over a glass of wine any day. But I've seen mm. so many people gravitate toward every night they're drinking and they're like, I'm just gonna have a cocktail or they're teasing about, and I've heard you talk about it, the quarantine 15. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's it's a real thing. It's a real thing. And so in the first probably week that this happened, I saw my habits slip. And then what happened to me, it wasn't necessarily the scale going up. It was I felt depressed and I have low level depression. I always have since I've been a little girl and it came back with a vengeance. And so I realized, holy cow, I can't get through this and show up for my family and my audience this way. So I got back to my habits and my habits are once a week, every Friday, 7 a.m., I call my coach. We do an hour long training call and I just talk about the week where I struggled, where I had some wins and I get any coaching that I need. And it's really about my mindset. We don't talk about the food, but it's totally related to the food because we know I, I will gravitate toward food with every emotion. So I got to get my emotions in check. So that's one thing I do. Number two, I have morning rituals that I stick with. And, and I think everybody, this goes back to productivity, but really just self-care. Every morning, I do the morning the same way. And I know with toddlers, this isn't always the case, but do the best you can. Where for me, it's, I wake up at 5.30 every morning. I do journaling, which I don't love to do all the time, but I do things even if I don't feel like it, because I know in the long run it serves me. So I journal every morning and I drink my coffee when I do it. Then I work out. Then I get dressed and I do get dressed. So sure, it might be in yoga pants, but I make an effort. I take a shower. I, I put on makeup. I, I look presentable for me. It makes me feel better. I don't do it for people on the internet. I do it for me and I think that part's important. So I make an effort and I get ready. I go into my office and I start the day. But I do that every single morning before my boys get up so I'm not interrupted. But that helps me start on a really, really good way, in a really good way. So I move my body every day. I, I make sure I stick to my habits every day and I plan my meals. Now, not to get into the food thing, but 
I have a rule that I don't snack and that just serves me like no judgment for how anybody does it. So hopefully no one's going to judge me, but I just don't snack. But the reason for that is I don't want to snack my way through this quarantine. I'm just going to eat what I need mm. to eat when I'm hungry, stop when I'm satisfied. And I just don't focus on that to make food the, the thing that gets me through this. So I plan all my meals, super simple meals. So like salad every single day for like the last year and a half, I have a salad at lunch. I do the meal prep on Sunday. I'm good to go. So it's just those simple things, but it's the habits. It's the rituals that help me more than anything. Ooh, I don't want to snack my way through quarantine. Ah, oh, yeah. that is epic right there. And I'm so glad you brought that up because I always say like, how do you want to show up after all this is done? Like when this is over, who, who, who do you want to be when this is over? And I sure as heck don't want to be a shell of who I was when I came into this. I actually want to be stronger. And so I had to get really clear. I have a very clear vision of how I want to come out of this. And I do believe this time is a blessing if you allow it to be. So I want to take advantage of this and whatever that means for me. And I think everyone can do the same. Absolutely. I've been just re-energized in several things already in this episode. And I'm just, again, just grateful to have you on and so grateful for the intention and the detail that you put into your work. When you click play on one of her episodes or one of her you go to one of her posts like you're getting the layout it is so detailed on point just do this do this do this and all the stories that you share of the people that are connected to you that are following and doing what you are advising them to do is epic you're one of the best in the world at that of of demonstrating and showing what the results that people are getting and so i just want to thank you for that and I just want to say, I appreciate you. It's such a great resource. Well, thank you so much. I feel the same about you. I just love everything that you do and you do it with so much authenticity and you make it so fun. So really, I love your show and thank you for having me. This has been such a treat. Awesome. Oh, this is so great. I don't want this to end, but we're going to have you back on in person at some point. Let's but do could it. Could you let everybody know where they can get more Amy Porterfield and get more information, more resources? Yeah. Thanks so much for asking. Just amyporterfield.com. You can find a bunch of free resources there so you can maybe start your side gig. Awesome. Thank you so much, Amy, for hanging out with me today. Thank you. Awesome. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I'm so grateful that I got to put this together. You know, this was definitely out of my comfort zone and trying to put this together. I haven't done any remote interviews in quite some time, but I wanted to do something that was of value to you. I know that there are a lot of question marks coming up in our minds right now. I know that a lot of things are in flux. And I think just kind of leaning on what she said, like we wanna come out of this better than when we came into it. And it's such a huge advantage. It's hitting us all differently at different levels. Some people, it's a big struggle point. Some people, not as much, you know, it's not a big change in what their day-to-day -day routine looks like. But I guarantee you, our lives are gonna be different. Going back to quote, normal is not gonna be really be a thing. And we're, we're at an opportunity to, to extract a lot of lessons from this experience and also to extract and create and cultivate some new skills and to cultivate new relationships and to truly understand what we have access to today. I said this before in a past episode, but I, I don't know if you really got this, but we have mastered space and time. Amy is hours away from me, yet we are right now together at the exact same moment sharing a conversation. We didn't, the time travel was instantaneous. The time was instantaneous. We've mastered this, but it's just, we've kind of 
jump past all of the small things that we need to look at, right? We've mastered space and time, but sometimes we haven't mastered the space and time of our household, of simply getting up and putting on clothes. Maybe that might be the thing to help to create that new habit. So what I, what I really wanna say is that right now we have incredible tools, but number one, we have to use them. And number two, we really have to, number one, master our mindset. And that conquering space and time within our own minds is sometimes the, seems like the most complicated thing, but it's really the easiest. It's choosing to think a different thought. It's choosing to take a different action. It's choosing to interact in a different conversation. We get to have those moments every day, all day, to make these choices. And at some point, these choices are gonna lead to the results in our lives. And right now, more than ever, we have, again, access to this incredible technology, but we have to really master ourselves so that the technology isn't taking advantage of us versus us taking advantage of the, the technology. I'm not gonna mention Tiger King again on this show, but I just mention it one more time because hashtag Joe Exotic, all right? Joe Exotic is gonna juice you for your time and that's cool, but we wanna use this technology to our advantage, all right? There's so much to, to consume, but we want to be a creator right now, not just a consumer, all right? So I hope that this episode gave you some new insights some new tools and some inspiration. Definitely check out Amy, check out her podcast. Pop over and check out her website. There's so much good stuff there, so many resources. You have a gift to give. You have a skill set, you have experience, you have a talent. Whatever form or fashion, capacity you choose to share, it is up to you. All right, but you have something to give, and this is the time to do it. If life hasn't taught you one thing, it's that nothing is guaranteed. You've got to lean on yourself, you've got to look within. And understand that you are the linchpin in your own life. We can't depend on all these different things as much as we, we once thought. It was never really like that. It was all kind of an illusion. But you need to depend on yourself and take action. And not just yourself. You're not alone. You've got Amy. You've got me. But also good people who you know have been a supportive force in your life. All right, Lean on those relationships. But lean on yourself to take action to create something. Because that's what you're really here for. All right, I appreciate you so much for tuning into the show. We've got some incredible stuff lined up for you coming up very soon, so make sure to stay tuned. Take care, have an amazing day, and I'll talk with you soon. And for more after the show, make sure to head over to themodelhealthshow.com. That's where you can find all of the show notes, you can find transcriptions, videos for each episode, and if you've got a comment, you can leave me a comment there as well. And please make sure to head over to iTunes and leave us a rating to let everybody know that the show is awesome, and I appreciate that so much. And take care. I promise to keep giving you more powerful, empowering, great content to help you transform your life. Thanks for tuning in.